coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. Justice Department files antitrust case against Google. Investigation finds arrested protesters are not so-called radical left. And 545 migrant children separated by Trump administration can't find their parents. It's Wednesday, October 21. I'm Anthony Davis. The Justice Department on Tuesday sued Google for abusing its dominance in online search and advertising, the government's most significant attempt to protect competition since its groundbreaking case against Microsoft more than 20 years ago. Other major tech companies, including Apple, Amazon and Facebook, are under investigation at both the Justice Department and the Federal Trade Commission. Lawmakers and consumer advocates have long accused Google of abusing its dominance in online search and advertising. The case, filed in federal court in Washington, D.C., alleges that Google uses billions of dollars collected from advertisers to pay phone manufacturers to ensure Google is the default search engine on browsers. That stifles competition and innovation from smaller upstart rivals to Google and harms consumers by reducing the quality of search and limiting privacy protections and alternate search options, the government alleges. Google vowed to defend itself and responded immediately via Twitter. Today's lawsuit by the Department of Justice is deeply flawed. People use Google because they choose to not because they're forced to or because they can't find alternatives. Eleven states, all with Republican attorneys general, joined the federal government in the lawsuit. Donald Trump's administration has long had Google in its sights. One of Trump's top economic advisers said two years ago that the White House was considering whether Google searches should be subject to government regulation. Trump himself has often criticised Google, recycling false and unfounded claims by conservatives that the search giant is biased against conservatives and suppresses their viewpoints. Google, whose corporate parent Alphabet Inc. has a market value of just over $1 trillion, controls about 90% of global web searches. Barring a settlement, a trial would likely begin late next year or in 2022. Donald Trump repeatedly portrays the hundreds of people arrested nationwide in protests against racial injustice as violent urban left-wing radicals. But an Associated Press review of thousands of pages of court documents tells a different story. Very few of those charged appear to be affiliated with highly organised extremist groups, and many are young suburban adults from the very neighbourhoods Trump vows to protect from the violence in his re-election push to win support from the suburbs. Attorney General William Barr has urged his prosecutors to bring federal charges on protesters who cause violence and has suggested that rarely used sedition charges would apply. And the Department of Justice has pushed for detention, even as prisons across the US were releasing high-risk inmates because of COVID-19. Defence attorneys and civil rights activists are questioning why the Department of Justice has taken on cases to begin with. They say most belong in state court, where defendants typically get much lighter sentences. 
They argue federal authorities appear to be cracking down on protesters in an effort to stymie demonstrations, adding more fuel to the authoritarian and fascist fire. Many have no previous run-ins with the law and no apparent ties to Antifa, the umbrella term for leftist militant groups that Trump has declared a terrorist organization, despite having no membership or headquarters. Even though most of the demonstrations have been peaceful, Trump has made law and order a major part of his re-election campaign. Right-wing TV news networks have repeatedly played violent images of protests over and over, creating propaganda to support Trump's law and order mantra. Lawyers appointed by a federal judge to identify migrant families who were separated by the Trump administration say they have yet to track down the parents of 545 children and that approximately two-thirds of those parents were deported to Central America without their children, according to a filing from the ACLU yesterday. The Trump administration instituted a zero-tolerance policy in 2018 that separated migrant children and parents at the southern U.S. border. The administration later confirmed that it had actually begun separating families in 2017 along some portions of the border under a pilot program. The ACLU and other organizations that are part of a court-appointed steering committee learned that more than a 1,000 families were separated in 2017, based on data provided by the Department of Homeland Security. Of those, it has been able to contact the parents of more than 550 children and believes about 25 of them may have a chance of being able to come back to the U.S. for reunification. A separate court order directed that the Trump administration reunite families separated under zero tolerance in 2018. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please subscribe, rate and review us at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.